and welcome to the Exceptional Scrum Master Podcast. My name is Yinka and I am your online Agile coach. This podcast is designed to help you understand all things Agile, help you land your dream job, and help you succeed in your role as a Scrum Master. So if you're an aspiring Scrum Master or you're relatively new to the concept of Agile, then this podcast is what you want to be keeping up with, all right? Because we are going to take you to that next level. All right, guys, so let's get started. In today's episode, I'm going to be speaking on how to prepare for a Scrum Master interview. Now, I know this is one topic that a lot of people have been asking me about. They're trying to figure out what are the tips that I need to prepare me better for a Scrum Master interview. So if you're one person who's been searching for a Scrum Master role, then this episode is definitely for you. And you want to stick around till the very end because I'm going to be dropping tips after tips to make sure that you get that dream job of yours. All right. So the first tip that I'd like to share with you when you're preparing for a Scrum Master interview is this. You need to rehearse your resume. All right. I'm going to say this one more time. You've got to rehearse your resume because the reality is that your resume is all that we have of you, right? So I'm speaking from an employer's point of view. When I'm interviewing people, your resume is all that I have of you. And your resume helps me to create a perception about you. Your resume gets me excited about you if I want to speak to you or not. Okay, so it's very important that after you've kind of like done the effort to get yourself a good resume, You have to rehearse that resume because you need to be able to speak to it, okay? And a lot of times people think that, oh, but I've worked this experience, right? I've done this roles or, you know, I've I've done those jobs. Why should I have to go through my resume? The truth of the matter is we forget the things that we have done at the places that we have worked. And so if we don't take out the time to kind of review our resume, to kind of remember, oh, actually did this great thing when I was here, sometimes we might not remember. And I am speaking from experience. I remember one time, I can't forget, there was a time that I was working for an organization and I was trying to apply for another role within this organization. So now this is an internal job. So for me, it wasn't such a big deal. I'm like, you know, I already worked with this company. I'm just trying to get another role within the same company. So I didn't even pay attention. I didn't even rehearse. I didn't do anything. Honestly, even in the current role that I was occupying, I forgot some great things that I did while I was in that role. It was after the interview that one of the guys on the panel was like, oh, how come you didn't even talk about this project that you worked on last year? And I was like, oh my Lord, I forgot. And that was because I didn't take out time to kind of go through my resume because normally I would always update my resume from time to time and kind of document some great things I want to share with employers. And so because I didn't even take the time to do that, it didn't even come to my brain that I had done this wonderful project that was like, great results. And I didn't even pull it up at all during this interview was actually the guy on the panel who reminded me of it. So when I tell you that you've got to review your resume, I am talking from experience because you want to, you know, be updated about everything in your resume. You'll be shocked that the things you don't even pay attention to is something else that um, is something that the employer is paying attention to. And they might ask her a question on it. And if you don't speak confidently, then you are giving the employer a wrong 
impression about you. So please make sure that you do the due diligence of actually going through your resume, remembering all the things that you did, you know, remembering, you know, all the challenges, all the great achievements that you made in each of this um, workplaces so that when you're talking about it, it can come freely and flow freely to you and you can share that with your interviewer. So it's very important that you really go through because I've noticed that a lot of times people are so focused on updating their resume and making sure it looks good. And they forget that while you update it, you're going to speak to that resume during the interview or any question might come up from it. And if you don't take that time to kind of go through your resume, understand what you did in each of the positions that you've occupied, you might not be able to freely speak to it. So that's just one point right there that you need to kind of like pay attention to. Now, while you're paying attention to your resume and kind of reviewing that resume, I need you to kind of kind of have um, some preset questions in your head, right? A lot of times when it comes to Scrum Master roles, there's so many challenges that a team might be facing. So you want to make sure that you've kind of like thought through some of the challenges that are very common to new teams, some of the challenges that are very common to experienced teams, some of the challenges that might be common to an organization that is just getting started in their agile journey, right? You want to make sure that you've kind of done that research so that when your interviewer is asking you questions in those lines, you are able to respond confidently, right? A lot of organizations are looking for Scrum Masters to help their teams become more effective, right? That's your overall goal. The organization is employing you to come and add value. And the value will be in the space of the teams they want you to support, right? They are trying to become more agile because they've been, they've been um, preached about the benefits of being agile. And so they're looking for an experienced scrum master or somebody who has the skill set to help them lead them in the right direction. So a lot of times, many of these organizations might not have a clue. And so they need somebody who, who has a clue to kind of show them the way. So you can tell that from your, from your roles and responsibilities lies the type of questions that you're going to get, right? And so it's very common that you're going to find questions that will talk about how to help resolve conflict, how to help overcome a certain challenge, how to move your team from beginner level into a mature team, you know, how to help your team focus on their outcomes and the objectives. It's common knowledge that a lot of times questions will be around those lines. So when you're preparing for your interview, you want to put yourself in the shoes of the organization in the shoes of like the leadership. What do they want out of this team? And how can I help them get there? Once you are prepared in that line, it would really help you with whatever type of question that may come your way because you have an overview of your role. You have an overview of your responsibility. And so you can kind of like assume that they'll ask you questions in those lines. Now I get it that to many of my listeners, this is a new role for you. So you've never been in this role. So you're coming from a different career field into this career. It doesn't really matter because the truth of the matter is you've worked before, right? This is not your first job, like first job out of school. You have experience and a Scrum Master role is really very similar to common sense, right? There's really nothing exceptional about the role that you cannot do. It's a role that 
an averagely smart person can do, okay? So the fact that you've worked in an organization before, you've made great achievements in those organizations means that there is a probability that you'll be successful in this role as long as you put in the work. So first thing first, you need to understand the role. You need to understand the objective. What does a Scrum Master do? What are you set out to achieve? And then having a good understanding of that will help you understand you know, where those questions will most likely come from and how you can then answer some of those questions. Okay. All right. So now another thing that you want to pay attention to, and honestly, even the experienced ones always forget this part is never forget the basics. Okay. It's a scrum master role, right? So there are practices in scrum, there are principles in scrum, there are frameworks in Scrum, right? There are some things that are very Scrum specific. So you want to make sure that while you're preparing for that role, you kind of get updated with those things. So first thing first, when you are preparing for a role, you've got to update yourself of, with the Scrum guide, okay? You want to go back and read the Scrum guide to kind of remind yourself of what the Scrum guide talks about, what are the principles, what are the values, what are the events in Scrum, you know, you want to kind of go through the scaling frameworks, what frameworks exist out there, because there's a possibility, more than 50%, that many of the organizations you'll be working for will be using one framework or the other. Now, a few times, they might have personalized those frameworks, but there'll usually be a flavor of the you know, frameworks that we're familiar with. So you also want to be familiar with those frameworks, right? So you want to know about SAFE, okay? It's almost impossible at this stage <laughs> of our lives not to come in contact with an organization who is using SAFE as a, as a, as a scaling framework. So you want to learn about SAFE. You want to learn about your role as a Scrum Master within the SAFE framework. You want to learn about Nexus. That's another scaling framework. You want to learn how does a Scrum Master perform or act in this um, framework. You want to learn about Scrum at scale. Okay, you want to make sure that at least you are aware of those scaling frameworks, right? Even though you're a Scrum Master, depending on the scaling framework, you would need to do certain things. So it's important that you know those things. Now, you also want to learn about tools. You know, a lot of times, most organizations are still kind of remote, okay? And so we are using a lot of tools. So you want to be familiar with the tools that are common to agile organizations, right? From their project management tools, like you want to be familiar with the likes of Jira. You want to be familiar with the likes of Azure DevOps. You want to be familiar with any type of tool that is relevant to the workforce, even the communication tools. You know, you want to be familiar with things like Zoom, WebEx, how we operate. You want to be familiar with tools like Slack, you know, the communication tools, Microsoft Teams. You want to make sure you just know how those things work, right? Because any of those organizations will be using one of those things. So tooling, it's very, very important. Also, when it comes to even the types of events that you're going to be facilitating, you want to know the tools that you will be using to facilitate those events. So for example, you know, when you have to do spring planning, what planning tool are you going to use, right, to do that? When you're doing refinement, what are those tools you're going to use when it comes to estimating the stories? You want to be familiar with all of those online tools that are available. When you're doing retrospectives, what kind of tool can I use online if I'm remote? Because you'll be you shouldn't be surprised, right? I wanted to say you should be surprised. 
oh, you will be surprised. But the truth is you shouldn't be surprised if as an employer, I'm asking you like, oh, so what too would you recommend for us when we want to do like any of those events? Because if I'm new, then I'm looking for somebody who can help add value to my organization. And I don't want somebody who I have to be telling everything that needs to be done. Remember that the scrum master role is a leadership role. So you have to be self-organized yourself because you're coaching a team to be self-organized. You have to be self-managed yourself. Okay. So you have to know how to just kind of step out of the box and find information that is needed. So you want to make sure that you are aware of those tools that are being used because those are things that most likely will come up in your interview. So you want to be able to speak intelligently to those, okay? Now, another basic thing that you really want to familiarize yourself with before you go into any interview is familiarize yourself with how to facilitate each of those events. Because you shouldn't be surprised again if you have an interviewer asking you like, how do you facilitate any of those events? Because a good part of your role will be in facilitating. So you want to ensure that you know how to facilitate this event. I think um, my next episode or probably subsequent episodes, I'll break down how to facilitate each of those events. So at least it would help you, um, you know, for those who are preparing for the Scrum Master interview. But it's important for you to learn how to facilitate and definitely know how to facilitate each of those um, events that you have out there. And also don't forget common sense, right? (laughs) Because in times, most Australian new Scrum Masters, don't forget your past, right? Even though this is a new role, a new career to you. Always remember that all of your past experiences, you know, form a great part of who you are, okay? So don't drop that down in the, in the ocean and be like, oh, I'm a new person and this is the new knowledge and you kind of discard all your past. No, you know, all of those experiences make you into who you are today. Even for me, as I do other things with my life that is not even work related, I found out that I'm still able to bring like my nine to five experiences into my businesses and I'm able to bring my business experience into work and I'm able to just bring different parts of my life as a mom, as a wife, as, you know, as different things, you're able to pull them into a current situation. So please never discard you know, who you are just because you're trying to apply for a Scrum Master role. If you're a very funny person, okay, let that show even in your interview, bring that liveliness to your interview, okay, because you'll be surprised. I've been in an interview where the first meeting, right, within the first five minutes, okay, the lady that was interviewing me, first of all, she appeared late, so she apologized for appearing late, and the next thing she was like, um, she started apologizing because a child was distracting her. And I'm like, oh, don't worry. I can totally relate. And all of a sudden, that conversation kind of deviated a bit into like talking about motherhood and stuff like that. That's because I was, I was confident about who I am and I wasn't worried about bringing, you know, different pieces into that interview and still having a good conversation. So don't be afraid of who you are. Bring that into the table, like the good parts of you, by the way. Okay. (laughs) You know, if you're a talkative, don't go talking too much where you talk off points, like that will be totally unacceptable. Okay. So we're talking about how to just make your conversations more meaningful, more interesting, where it's not just a yes and no answer. Because remember that even besides you knowing the job, you know, people connect with people and different things makes us to connect with people. Okay. And so sometimes it might just be one thing that you share during the interview that makes you to connect with somebody else. Okay. It might be all the fact that you spoke about 
one place where you worked or you spoke about the school you attended or you spoke about an experience that makes you connect with the person who's interviewing you. So don't be, you know, don't be worried about your past experiences because they really help you, you know, they help your current life and they'll help form some of the responses that you're going to give. And like I said, the Scrum Master role is really a role of common sense, right? Besides the, you know, besides the knowledge that is specific to the industry, a lot of times it's really common sense you got to apply. So if you have common sense, you should be able to do this role, okay? And in addition to learning like the tips, the tricks, the knowledge and everything that would help you in your Scrum Master role, you need to have confidence, okay? Because no matter how smart you are, if you're not confident in how you speak and how you approach yourself, then it'd be very difficult for, you know, an employer to think that you can do the job really well, okay? And remember that the Scrum Master role is really like an entrepreneurship role where you have to really be coming up with things you want to do on a daily basis to grow your team and mature your team. And so that role naturally needs somebody who is very confident. So if you're not confident in your responses, you're not confident in the interview, it will really be difficult for the um, employer or the interviewer to be able to kind of like connect with you and think that you're a good person for the job. So please make sure that you brace yourself and be confident. You know, tell yourself, it's just a job after all, okay? If I'm going to get it, I will get it. And if I'm not going to get it, then it's not for me and something better is going to come along the way. So make sure that you don't beat yourself up because it's a new role. Make sure you don't kill yourself if you make a mistake. Even the very experienced ones, we still apply for interviews today and we sometimes don't get it. So you're not getting a job. It's not because you're not good. You might not just be the perfect fit for that role. It doesn't make you any less than you are, okay? It doesn't make you less of yourself. So please don't take a bad experience as a bad life, okay? It's just a bad day you're having. It was just a bad interview. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean you're a failure. Have the right spirit, have the right mindset as you prepare for your interviews. And before you know it, you will get that Scrum Master role. And make sure that when you get that role, you reach out to me on Instagram, and tell me I got the job, okay? Most especially if any of my episodes kind of contributed to that. You would really make my day if you send me that message. So please, please, and please make sure that you reach out to me if you do get a job from listening to one of my episodes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you are able to learn a thing or two in this episode. I'm wishing every one of you who is in search of a Scrum Master role all the best. You truly can do it, okay? Everybody started as a beginner one day. So even the very best, the very experienced people, there was a time in their lives that they were exactly in the same situation that you are today. So have faith in yourself, believe in yourself, have all the confidence that you need, that you can do it and you will do it and you will get this job and you would advance in this job and even move on to bigger things. Okay. So I wish you all the best as you prepare, make sure you read all of the time. Okay. Make sure you revise, make sure you learn about the tools, the practices that are very common in, you know, the agile space, make sure you know the basics. Okay. Don't forget the scrum guide. Okay. Make sure you don't forget your resume. You know, this is me just giving you a recap of some of the things we kind of went through. It's very important and make sure you take out the time to share or write down the challenges and the achievements that you have had in your previous organization so that you can share them with your interviewer. All right. 
This is me signing out. Thank you so much. Don't forget to share with your friends. Don't forget to recommend my podcast. Don't forget to leave a beautiful review. Rate us five stars so that, you know, we can, we can show up there in the algorithms or whatever, whatever they do. Okay. Thank you so much. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.